Thimrid. Having a little trouble still with Audacity. Got pretty used to GarageBand, even though it's kind of shitty. Um, this is all stuff you guys really probably don't care about, but GarageBand was really basic, but having not used Adobe Audition in like 10, 12 years, it was, um, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty easy for me where Audacity is a lot more like Audition used to be. Um, unfortunately, Audition is not free and they do a subscription based thing, which is stupid. Um, where Audacity ironically is actually free and it's very similar to, uh, what audition used to be. So still trying to get the uh, effects down. Um, I forget that you have to minimize the song first and then fade it. Um, so when you start the fade, I mean, that fade started at 45 seconds, but that's a 15 second fade. So next time I have to start it at about 30 seconds and pull it in to a 15 second fade. So that's a little behind the scenes for how this all works. Um, in other news, I bought... Um, <laughs> I bought, uh, another microphone actually, so we can do, uh, we can do some recording one of these days with, uh, guests in person. There'll be two decent microphones. It'll be the podcaster that I'm on right now. And then the NT one, which I bought. So just a uh, little behind the curtain stuff for you guys. So when I know, I know Robbie really wants to get on the pod. So when he wants to get on, we'll have him in person with a nice microphone. Uh, with the mixer and everything like that. So that'll be good. Thimrid. Um, I think this is going to be such a, a wild year in terms of how the rankings are going to go. Shit, I forgot to write down how much everyone moved or not. Okay. Da, 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 da. There's only a little bit of movement there, right? Yeah. You go one, you go one, you go one, and you go one. Okay. Um, I don't think my rankings that are exact, despite what Cole says, will ever um, be spot on really other with the uh, the standings. Because, um, I mean, I look at it right here, and, yeah, there's some, there's some anomalies in there um, other than, you know, in a couple spots, really. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting all year. And then I'll just give you guys this before I get to it. Um, the trades of the week, I get lost in the trades sometimes. Um, I forget when they were and even like going back and looking, I forget when I did the last podcast and I don't remember if I talked about, you know, Cameron Dicker and Jake Moody. I think last podcast I said that that was going to be the next podcast, but it, whatever it, we're not even gonna talk about that trade. Point is, is that if I see a trade, I'm probably going to talk about it if I remember that I haven't talked about it yet. So there'll be three this week and I haven't really even decided which the best one is yet because they were all kind of somewhat beneficial for, um, a single team and maybe not so much another, but we'll, uh, we'll get to those here in a bit. So that's a little bit of how the sausage is made. Um, all right. I'm trying to remember last year. I want to say I used to start with like the trades and the beats and the stats. And then I got into the rankings and then did the project projections. Fuck. I didn't do that. Damn it. Damn the devil. Um, those will be on the fly for those that care. Um, obviously the projections always last. I do remember that. I just can't remember what I did first. So I'm going to keep doing with what I did this year. If anyone remembers how I did it last year, I know Mendo's a, a devoted listener. He might remember. I know Gomer as well, obviously. If you guys remember how I did it last year, whether I started with the stats and the beats and the trades and all that sort of thing, and then got into the rankings or not, that'd be, uh, that'd be beneficial, um, for me. 
So I'd appreciate if you guys can help me out with that. If not, not a big deal. Okay. We're going to start with the rankings, as I just said. Team number 10. Shockingly, no movement. Matt Gomes. Um, you have had a decent amount of points scored against you. So even if you weren't tanking, I don't think you would have won any game, to be honest. I think you have the second most points scored against you. So that's you got that going for you. Um, you do have a couple quarterbacks next year, for sure now, in Wilson and um, Derek Carr. Although I say for sure with Russell Wilson, and despite what you said this morning, um, you can go back and check the tapes. Um, I said last week that the Broncos are not losing games because of Russell Wilson right now. I don't like him. I think he's not good still. But in terms of the reason they're losing games, it's it's definitely not because of him. Um, and without a historic comeback, I think it was their biggest comeback in team history or tied for last week against the Bears. I mean, they're 0-4. And it's all because of the defense. Wilson's been fine. I think he's only has two turnovers. Um, he has two picks and a fumble. So, I mean, that's, again, it's pretty damn good. And he's been fine. I don't like the guy, and I don't. they're never going to win a Super Bowl with him. And all that sort of thing. But with that being said, I here's the deal. I said you've got two quarterbacks next year. The likelihood is you probably do. Um, despite all the, the things I've been saying in the last few weeks, I, I do believe the Broncos are bad, and I do believe they're going to keep losing games. I mean, look at Randy Gregory. I don't. I haven't seen what happens. what's happened today. I mean, they're going to cut him unless they can find a last-second trade partner. I mean, they signed that guy for $70 million last offseason. So, yeah. They're going to trade a, a wide receiver, and it's probably going to be Judy. It's I, I, And again, I, I think that's happening. Um, I think they're going to trade Garrett Bowles. I think they're going to trade a lot of pieces. So the Broncos are going to be bad. They, I mean, it, it, if they lose this week to the Jets at home, it's pretty much over. You guys think I'm sort of joking. I don't know if they can lose enough games to catch the Bears, who are so bad as well, obviously. Watch the Bears beat the fucking Redskins tonight. But I mean, you look at the Broncos' schedule. They have the Jets. That's a possible possible win at Green or at Kansas City. Loss Green Bay. They lose to them at home against Kansas City. They will lose to them. They might beat Green Bay. I guess I can give you, but I doubt it. At Buffalo, loss Minnesota. I guess is a close game. Cleveland. They're going to lose. Houston obviously looks better than I think we all thought they would. The Chargers, despite being the Chargers, are still better than Detroit's. Better than them. That New England, I guess, could be a hit or miss kind of game. But come Week 16, you know. At that point, the tank is on if it's on the Chargers and then at uh, Vegas. So the Broncos are still going to be in that hunt of being bad. And I'm saying all this because you think you have a guaranteed quarterback in Russ next year. There is a possibility that you don't. There's going to be no loyalty in Denver. The, the one thing I can at least talk about, the team that I follow the most, is, is the Broncos. They're, that person, that front office is gone. If George Payton makes it another year, and I know it's spelled Patton, but it's spelled Payton, or pronounced Payton, excuse me. Um, if he makes it another year, I'd be absolutely shocked. And I think that's part of what um, Sean Payton's plan was, is he was going to come in, assess, sees that there is some pieces, because there are. I mean, if he doesn't trade Jerry Judy... Jerry Judy was really damn good at Alabama, and he has not had a lot of injury luck. They hit on Marvin Mims, it seems. Javante Williams looked really good before tearing his knee up. They have an all-pro cornerback in Sertan, and they have some pieces to trade. Justin Simmons, another guy could get traded. So I think 
Peyton came in there and said, hey, we'll try this, see what happens the first couple weeks. Oh, we look kind of terrible. We have this historic comeback, whatever. We should probably be 0-4, but we're 1-3. and We're going to trade everybody, and I'm going to make sure that I'm in charge. And that's what he's doing. So that's I think that's what his thought process is. And with that being said, if the Broncos are in position to draft a guy, obviously like Caleb, I don't think there's a, uh, the only team that I look, you know, if you pull up the, the bottom of the NFL right now, in those top 10 picks, you've got Chicago, Vegas, Denver, Minnesota, the Jets, New England, Cincinnati, Arizona, and the Giants. Those are all the one and three teams right now, or and or 0 and 4. Um, ironically for the Bears, they're 0 and 4 twice, technically which goes to show that Bryce Young was never a good pick in the NFL. I don't know what the Panthers were thinking. He's too small. He's going to get killed. And their team is just, they don't have a lot of talent. But whatever, maybe I'm wrong. Um, Out of those 10 teams, I I mean, nine if you call Chicago twice, the only team in that list that's not drafting a quarterback if they have the first overall pick is the Bengals because of Burrow. They're they're not going to, I mean, it's just, they're not going to draft Caleb. Unless someone comes and says, hey, we'll give you 12 first-round picks for Joe Burrow, which no one's going to do, obviously. So they're not trading Burrow. Or they're not drafting Caleb and or not trading Burrow. I don't see either of those scenarios playing out. Every other team in that top 10 is going to take Caleb Williams if he's if they have the first pick. At two, it all depends, right? It depends on the team. It depends on the situation. But two could be a little bit different. But regardless, if the Broncos have one of the first two picks, they're taking Caleb or Drake May. So that's your biggest concern, I'd say, Gomer. So that's the long... I haven't done a lot on your team this year, but you make that trade this morning or last night. So I feel I felt like we had to talk about you a little. Um, I do think that is your biggest issue going forward. I mean, your quarterbacks are a little bit old. And uh, the Saints are in the same boat, to be honest. I mean, they're 2-2 two and two right now. Say they lose 15 in a row or whatever. Four, uh, how many games are there? 17? How many they played? So they lose 13 in a row. And they're two and fifteen. I promise you, they're not keeping. What the hell's going on back here? I got a dog and cat fight behind me. Um, yeah, the the Saints aren't going to ride Derek Carr if they're terrible. So I get why you did it. I just don't. I I wouldn't have banked on that. I would have tried to find. I guess Robbie probably wouldn't have traded you anyone else. I mean, he's not going to trade you golf. He's for sure not going to trade you Stafford. He might have tried, I might have tried to take Bryce Young, even though I just said he's not good because he's tiny. But, I mean, at least he's young and has at least two more seasons after this one in Carolina unless he dies, unless his spleen gets exploded from getting hit too hard. You're Team 10. I don't see a lot of movement for you this year. Cleo? Um, team 8, or Team 9, jumped 8, go back to 9. Um, Robbie, you are team nine. Uh, we'll get to you more here in a little bit. Um, your team isn't all that bad looking at it on paper right now. Goff looks really good. Um, he obviously had sort of a shit game against Green Bay, but I mean, they kind of shit pumped them and he didn't have to do a ton. He's been pretty, I mean, that week against, I guess he only had 38 against Kansas City. It was such a weird game. Looked really good against Seattle and Atlanta though. Stafford's looked really really good just in real football and even fantasy football um turns it over a little too much right now that's sort of killing you point wise but i mean you can survive that you probably should have started the guy you traded russ last week over we'll we'll get to that actually i'm gonna kill this dog 
Kyron Williams stole the job in, in L.A. and has been awesome. He had the one shitty game against the Bengals who have a really good defense. But, I mean, the Niners have really good defense, and he looked good against them. Um, obviously, two touchdowns does help. But regardless, without the two touchdowns, it's still 18 points. It's pretty good in our league, especially for running backs anymore. So, I mean, they have him. I don't know if the stat is exactly right. Either way, he, he's looked awesome. Michael Wilson's been really, really good for Arizona. All of Arizona has been shockingly good. Um Big kid out of Stanford, and I don't think anyone thought he was going to be doing this. I don't think anyone thought the the Josh Dobbs was going to do this. Let alone the Cardinals' offense would be this good with Josh Dobbs being there three weeks. DeAndre Hopkins, I, I never understood the whole idea of going to Tennessee. I have to imagine some other teams were offering him a decent amount of money too that were a little bit more competitive. But hey, whatever you do, you I guess. Um, you got to your 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 roster management has not been great. You got a little unlucky with Luke Musgrave last week, but even still, it's like, do you really start him over Ertz? Again, tight ends don't matter at the end of the day. Um, or even Goddard last week. I don't think you – I think you had him on the bench. So, it's, again, it's just stuff like that, Rob. Um, you're going to you're gonna hang down there for a while, I think. You made a good trade, though. You got, you got some much-needed ammo and picks that you're going to need here going in the future. You have three seconds coming up this year and then three first next year. Unfortunately, next year's a lottery draft. With that being said, I don't think t- uh, Tim or Jeremy uh, are missing the playoffs probably next year unless something catastrophic happens to their rosters. Um, your pick theoretically could fall in the lottery next year depending on what you decide to do this offseason. Um, but at worst-case scenario, you have pick four if you're in the lottery. So. That'll be all right, I guess, in terms of it could be a longer uh, roster reconstruction for you. Um, You might be selling at the deadline because you do have some pieces to sell to some teams. I can imagine teams will come calling for guys like Stafford, Goff, even Kyron Williams, Moles. Um, I doubt anyone will come calling for Hopkins um, unless something drastic changes there. But you do have some pieces to sell. I'm sure Cole will give you seven first-round picks for Hunter Renfro. Your team number nine. And you are the top of tier four. Um, bottom of tier four, obviously, is Gomer. Team number eight. At the top, middle, and bottom of tier three. Is Cole. I hate to not have you at seven. I don't know if I don't if I agree with not having you at seven. But I think you are team eight. Um, and I think you might actually make the playoffs. You're going to be the worst team ever to make the playoffs. Um, here's the deal. We'll get to that, I guess. You have Anthony Richardson back again. When that guy, he's he's not a good passing quarterback. It's starting to it's starting to show up. Cole, you're already seeing it. Eleven for twenty five and two hundred yards. Sure looks like a guy in Chicago. Again, good for our scoring. I said the same thing about Fields last year, about Zip's team. It's really good for our scoring, him running the ball the way he does, similar to Lamar, similar to to Fields. But just like Fields, unless something starts to change, although he looked pretty good those first three quarters against Denver, was that just Denver's defense, or did he finally find something a little bit? Did you know? Did they open the playbook or open the playbook up by dwindling it down a little bit for him and giving him a little bit easier reads? I think Frank Reich, or no, Frank Reich's not in Indy anymore. It's Shane Steichen. Duh. Shane Steichen is a, a, a very good offensive coach. So 
if anyone's going to be able to sort of rein it in for him and be able to get him to figure it out and hear some easy reads and you go do your thing, be a guy like him. Um, you saw what he did with with Hertz, and Hertz has not looked quite the same as he did the last you know season and a half. I mean, he's still doing fine. I guess he did all right the other day. Um, but either way, Richardson is a big question mark. Obviously, scoring a lot of fantasy points right now, but in terms of real world, that you know, fantasy stuff doesn't matter to them if they keep losing. Um, Watson obviously hurt last week. Um, get on a bye, probably getting a shoulder rub right now as we speak. Um, he comes back to play the fucking Niners next week, so we'll see what's going on there. Um, he's gonna have to, again. He had the good game against Tennessee, but he's gonna have to start looking better. Even still, I, I don't love what I think anyone's seeing from him. Um, you are gonna ride, or your team is gonna go as far as as Bijan will let you ride him. Um, and he's really good. Um, I mean, he's probably gonna be the first pick in most drafts next redrafts next year. Like, I don't know who would go ahead of him. Maybe McCaffrey, but even at that, I mean, that's a give and take right there. I mean, it, it either or kind of thing. Um, but he's not going any worse than I think three next year in most drafts. Maybe Jefferson. So he's really good. Lamb's been very good. Um, well, he's been two good games, I guess, and two mediocre games. God, that Arizona game. What a, how did they fucking, yeah. Anyway, um, and then the Giants game was obviously very weird because they were up 100 and nothing before they even really got the ball. Um, so those two guys are, are really good. Adams is still putting up big numbers, uh, which has been surprising to me with guys like Jimmy G and Aiden O'Connell throwing him the ball the last few weeks. Tight ends don't matter. Mark Andrews had a good game, though. It's nice when they have good games. This is what Gomer always likes to say. Oh, it's a huge advantage to have a tight end that's good. It is an advantage. When a guy like Andrew scores 25 for you. Totally, 100% agree. How often does it happen? Not enough. That's why they don't matter. It's great if you have them, but you could have fucking Foster Moreau catch two touchdowns and score 17 points, and it's a huge week for a tight end. How often is Foster Moreau going to really catch two touchdowns? Um, Najee probably had his best game in like two years, I feel like. 14 carries for 71 yards. Um, that was pretty good. He got 14.8 points. Michael Thomas. He's a good third flex. I guess you have him at the second flex. Calvin Ridley has not looked like a top five, 15 wide receiver outside of week one against Indy. Your bench is not that deep. You're two and two. You scored... The third least points in the league, and you have the second least amount of points scored against you. It, it can't last forever, but it's lasted four weeks. You're 4-0 in your teammate, top, middle, and bottom of Tier 3. Team 7. I made a a slight adjustment here last week. I had obviously team eight, nine, and ten were tier four last week. That was Joe, Robbie, and, and Gomer. Team seven was Cole in his own tier of tier three. And then tier two is Jeremy, myself, Zip, and Mendo. And then tier one obviously was Tim and, and Jared. I've moved tier two around a little, and I'm gonna explain why right here with team number seven. Joe, I'm gonna put you seven. 
you scored 1,035 points this year. You've scored 285 week one. You scored 249 week two. You scored 219 week three. And then you went off again for 281. And the reason I put you at seven, but in tier two, the bottom of it, which to me is the teams that have a chance to win, you're a, a boomer bust kind of team. And you got even more boomer busty, I think, with a guy like Mostert. And you won a league, you won this league, I don't know how many years ago anymore now, with a boomer bust team who barely squeaked into the playoffs and you just started, they just kept booming. I mean, look at all of your guys on your roster, right? Take away your quarterbacks, even. I don't even care about Love and Hal. Pacheco, guy had like a 80 yard carry to start the game, basically. Boomed. He's been pretty steady prior to this, though, I guess. 11, 11, and 19. I mean, that's, you know. That's fine for a second or third, you know, flex one, RB2 kind of thing. And then he goes off for 35. That's good. You get Mostert, who didn't have the greatest game against Buffalo, but prior to that, he's been big booms. 15, 35, 48, right? Those are big booms. You got a guy like Pittman, who's pretty steady for the most part, although, of course, you get him after he scores four. I right, we'll get to that trade here in a few minutes. Um, Gabe Davis, a boomer bust guy, although he's been... Much steadier for him, self, this year, I guess. But I, even still, they're all touchdown dependent. You look at it, right? The Vegas game was pretty decent. Six catches for 92. I mean, against the Commanders, he has one catch for 35 and a touchdown. <laughs> and then against Miami, three catches for 61 and a touchdown. So more booms. You're picking up what I'm putting down here. Laporta has been pretty good for a tight end, um, but they still don't matter. So point being, Dotson, same thing. He's done nothing this year, but... He'll boom eventually, and he'll probably be in a week when you need him to. Ayuk booms week one, gets hurt week two, booms again in week four. Although that might just be he might just be good, so that might have been a nice a nice real real nice trade for you, which was if I recall just a twenty five first for Ayuk. Mendo's probably kicking himself, but he got Nico Collins cheap, so he's not too upset. I think you got a guy in Heineke who's going to end up starting. He has to because I think Atlanta loses again this week to Houston, and probably because of Ritter and. It, Arthur Smith finally pulls the fucking plug. The only thing I can think is that, again, I think there are a lot, you guys, Zip's going to hate this. There are a lot of guys or a lot of teams in the NFL that are sort of secretly kind of tanking. It's hard, though, because the, the teams or the players are still going to play because at the end of the day, it's a contract and money, so they need to look good. And that's what I think is happening with teams like Chicago. I mean, Carolina especially is not tanking. They are trying to win. Um, but Chicago, Vegas, Denver, Minnesota, the Jets, Belichick probably won't because he's too stubborn and a little bit like Zip in that sense. Um, or Cincinnati, obviously not. And then Arizona is as well, and the Giants are. But the players are just, they're playing too good. To you know, And at the end of the day, some of these coaches don't have the stability. I mean, of those teams, I mean, Eberflus' seat's got to be on fire. McDaniels is definitely warm. I don't think Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota is very warm. The Jets, I don't think Salah is very warm because he's got the excuse, the Aaron Rodgers thing. There's not much he can do. Obviously, Belichick is probably, I, I can't imagine, if Kraft fired him, that'd be unbelievable. Zach Taylor, again, like we talked about, they're not going to trade Burrow, or they're not going to, yeah, they're, they're just not going to be in the hunt when it comes down to it here in a few more weeks. And then um, Gannon in Arizona. Again, most of the time you don't see rookie coaches get fired, but I, again, it's, it, it is possible. But they've looked so good 
in all their games, really, despite losing, you know, being one and three, I, I, I imagine he's not going anywhere. So, and then Dayball, uh, probably not going anywhere either. So, I'd say Denver, Arizona, and the Giants have the only like those coaches have the only real safety nets below them. So it's hard for these teams to, to tank per se because at the end of the day, their jobs are on the line. But with all that being said, these teams could still start kind of tanking, and Atlanta could be one of those teams. Arthur Smith could be like, yeah, fuck. If I had Caleb Williams or Drake May or even if Shador Sanders comes out, if I had one of those guys who could who could move the ball down the field a little bit, and then I could that opens it up for Bijan and it helps Pitts and it helps London and it helps Matt Collins and all these other things. Like we can I can I can move the ball. I can I, but I got fucking dipshit Desmond Ritter. So that'd be the only reason I don't see them starting Heineke. But that division's not great, so I imagine they will start starting Heineke. I mean, let the guy just fucking sling it. So now you have a third quarterback, Joe. So and again, another type of quarter or another type of player just fits the, the mold of your team, a boomer bust player. I mean, look at him last year, 36, 48, 33, 23, 23, 27, 47, 35, 28. The year before, um, 23, 56, 50, 58, 31, 28, 49. You guys get the point. So I could see a guy like Heineke getting in um, if they lose to Houston this week. Uh, that next, who do they play that following week? Uh, uh. They play the Redskins again, or again, I say again. They play the Redskins week six. So if they lose to Houston, I bet you they start Heineke against the Redskins at home. Why not? Homecoming game to beat his old team. But yeah, so Joe, I got you seven. Um, you could sneak in the playoffs again and do what you did a few years ago. It's hard to imagine, but there's no doubt your team is a boomer bust. Um, I got you seven. You're two and two right there in the hunt. Bottom of tier two, but you're, you're there. Team number six, I'm going to move you down a little bit this week. Um, and Joe, you jump up a spot. Cole, you drop a spot, by the way. Uh, team number six, dropping a spot is Zip. <sighs> Justin Fields look good. That has to feel good. Other than that fucking strip sack. Strip six, I cannot believe that happened. Be a big night for him against... The Redskins tonight, because that defense is pretty good. So I'd be curious to see how he looks um, this week. I mean, he was 28 to 35. Is that a career high? 335? Has to be. Has to be the most passing yards he's ever had. Yeah. By his most... His most passing yards prior to that was his rookie season against Pittsburgh when he threw for 291. So, I mean, he obliterated his career high. Um, that's good. That's what you like to see. This is, I mean, 67 points. That was sort of the guy I expected to see all year kind of thing. Maybe not 67, 335, you know, but that that was a hell of a game. Um, Purdy's been fine. He's been pretty good the last two weeks. I do think the Giants aren't that good, and obviously the Cardinals' defense isn't great. Be curious to see what he guys does here against Dallas this week. Um, they do have a good defense, no doubt about it. Um, man, Sleepers has some weird fucking projections for week six. They have him projected for 22 points at Cleveland. Is it supposed to be like a snowstorm or something that they already see on the calendar? What the fuck? Um, Zach Moss is going to start losing touches because, as we all knew, J Jonathan Taylor was not going to skip the whole year. He was not going to do the Le'Veon Bell thing. Can he still get traded? Possibly. Moss has looked good. Um, look like the guy that he was at Utah all those years ago now. Um, haven't seen that that much from him yet in the NFL. 
for the most part. Um, so you're probably not going to be able to start him this week. Um, probably go Jalen Warren, I imagine, because uh, you have a bunch of buys. Maybe A.J. Dillon, who's looked awful for some fucking reason. Um, your skills have definitely not been as good this year as I expected them to be, and I'm sure what you expected. The good news is this. You are 2-2. Two and two. You're right there. Um, you have a couple options. Your wide receivers are awesome. Um, Amon Ra just catches everything. Obviously, it's thrown to him. Uh, Alave had a big game. Uh, I guess that was last week, huh? He didn't have that good a game against Tampa. I hardly watched that Tampa Bay game. I don't think anyone really watched that Tampa Bay game, probably. Um, he looked good up until the Tampa game, but I think that was a, a, a Jameis thing, unfortunately. Jameis played, right? I, I didn't watch any of that game, actually. I don't think they ever put it on red zone. Hawkinson, again, he's the best tight end going right now, and he had a bad game. This is what they fucking do, man. 11, 25, 13, 4. The fucking biggest goose egg ever. So fucking annoying. Should get rid of tight ends. Hubbard is, you know, he's. I thought he'd get more carries there. I didn't think Moles would take all the carries like he has. Um, although I don't think, I think they split pretty evenly against Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, actually, Chubb, Chubb was on the, the field more than, than Moles was. Pickens, again, he's kind of, I'm surprised that guy's not on Joe's team. Um, because that is the most boomer bust player. 8, 31, 11, 5. Part of it's Matt Canada. Part of it's Kenny Pickett. Um, but yeah, your skills have just not been as good as I expected them to be. And, and honestly, your, your quarterback two, which I thought was going to be a, a combination of Purdy and Daniel Jones. Purdy's probably been, I, I wouldn't even say probably, he's been your most consistent quarterback. And that's not been saying a ton. The first two weeks, he goes 39 and 32. Obviously, the last two have been better. Um, I don't think any of us expected that. Obviously, you start fields over Daniel Jones, but you just your skills have not quite panned out quite like I expected them to. But like I was saying, you you have, and obviously the Nick Chubb injury sucks. That killed killed what you had going. You have five first next year, so you can decide what you want to do. Do you want to take a um, you know take what you keep keep what you have and just ride it out and see what happens and maybe get lucky and and win come postseason time. Or, you know, you get to the postseason, you're right there, but you keep those five picks and you, you just add more talent because um, you need it, um, obviously, as you've seen. I don't know. You know, Nick Chubb will be 28 next year coming off an injury. You know, there's the possibility that he still looks pretty good. Um, but I don't think you're going to bank on that. So I think you will, again, it's the same thing I said to Cole last year. Not all those picks are going to hit, but don't trade seven of them for mediocre quarterbacks either. Your team six, you drop a spot. Moving up a spot, team number five, Tom Mendoza. Um, where the hell are you? There you are, King Tom and Doe. A chain looked good again. Only had eight touches, had hundred or eight rushes, excuse me, one hundred one yards, two touchdowns, three catches, nineteen yards. Um, don't know if he'll keep doing the the yards per carry of above eleven. Above 11 against Denver and above 12 against Buffalo. I doubt that he keeps doing that, but hey, you know, that offense is filthy. Um, Jameer Gibbs is just DeAndre Swift. What pick did they take him at? Did they have a chance to draft a guy like Jalen Carter? I'd be so stupid if they did. Um, Adam Thielen's been awesome. Uh, he has 25 catches the last three weeks. That's really good. 
and only two touchdowns. So that's that's what you like to see, and you actually want to see in the end zone more, obviously. But the fact that he's got 25 catches, Nico Collins look good, just showing what he can do when he actually has a quarterback not named Davis Mills or Case Keenum or whoever else they had throwing the ball last year. Um, obviously, he was very talented at Michigan, and now he's got a quarterback in C.J. Stroud who looks awesome. I'll, you hit on C.J. Stroud, uh, no doubt about it. That was a, a gift to you. Um, you know, I think, if I recall correctly, you took him after Robbie took. Yeah, Robbie took Bryce Young three. It might be a miss, Rob, but you never know. It's hard to say. Still some time. Um, I you, you, the, the, the window's probably passed, Rob. I mean, you already traded Wilson, which was good. Um, I would trade, or Rob, uh, Mendo, Jesus. But the... You guys will see where I'm going with this in a second. The The window to trade a guy like a Dak or a Lamar might have been missed now because Robbie traded. But I guess Gomer's out of it, so never mind. You could still, I mean, Cole's doing God knows what with his picks. And we'll get to that again here in a minute when the trades come. But, I mean, maybe a team like Zip. I mean, we just talked about Zip. Fields. And Purdy have not looked great, but Zip probably needs skills more. I mean, who needs another quarterback, I guess? That's in the hunt. Cole. But, I mean, yeah, he's not going to trade anybody to get those guys. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, fucking Kirk Cousins is awesome, so why would Tim trade for them? Although, what didn't he have a shitty game last week? What did he do last week? Yeah, terrible game against Carolina. Jesus. How the hell do you do that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But if you could trade one of these two quarterbacks in the Dak and Lamar kind of thing and get Stroud in there again, you probably want to wait a couple more weeks and see if Stroud really is this real deal. But your team is looking a lot better here. The, the Madison trade was, I mean, that's such a good deal. Even if Aker starts taking the ball a little bit, which I don't think he's going to a ton, I mean, I, I can see maybe getting more to like a, a 60-40, 65-35 split at best, as long as Madison doesn't fumble a bunch again. Um I mean, to get Madison and a first-round pick for Baker Mayfield in a second, that's huge. Um, Brian Robinson's looked really good. Um, obviously, we talked about C.J. Stroud. I really like him. Rashad White has not been spectacular, but he's a good enough flex running back. Um, Christian Watson finally played. only played – I don't even think he played. He played 46 snaps, caught two catches, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, you want to see a little bit more there, but, again – just coming back off an injury and JSN and QJ, you expect those two guys to start playing a little bit better. Michael Mayer might've been a miss. Told you that um, when you made the pick, I think we all did. You just continue to get shit on, but whatever. Your team's looking better. You have some pieces to move around to get better in different spots. If you need to Henry look good, obviously throwing the football, running the football, catching the football, just doing everything last week. Yeah. I mean, you're right there. And if, your guys keep doing what they're doing and and if anything you know if if Dax starts looking like shit which he has it's not even starts I mean he had the one good game against the Jets 18 against the Giants fine weird game but even still he's still 13 24 it's not very good Arizona he was terrible and last week against New England again a weird game he didn't have to do a bunch but he still doesn't he's just not look great I mean you're gonna have to come to the point where it's like fuck do I start CJ Stroud maybe his worst game was his first game. Since then, he's been awesome. Again, 16 for 30 percentage-wise isn't great, but 306 yards and two touchdowns, take it. 
Something to consider. Your team five. Middle of tier two. I kept myself at team four. Um, yeah, my running backs are a problem. Said it all year. Said it for the last two years. DeAndre's just good. That's nice. And Kamara actually looked good the other day. Um, had a ton of touches. He had uh, yeah, 13 catches. Pretty good. And 11 carries. I mean, all 24 touches. Is, that's great. I'll take that. Um, Javante has not looked great. Obviously, he got banged up again against the Bears, which sort of blows. But even still, it's not like that was the reason he hasn't looked very good lately. Um, I thought he'd look better in Peyton's offense, especially since the offense has not been quite the problem. I thought Jerry Judy's would look better. He just sucks, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. My running backs aren't great. Javante's been mediocre, to say the least. Um, which blows. And my receivers have not been as good as I wanted them to be. Um, mostly London and Pitts, uh, because Desmond Ritter's not very good. And T. Higgins has had a ton of drops. Hasn't been great. Fortunately, I hit on Puka, uh, or at least at this moment I have. Devontae Smith has looked good for the most part. He had the one kind of mediocre bad game against Tampa, which was a weird game. That was a... Obviously, A.J. Brown was going to go off game because he went full diva the day before. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'll take what Devontae Smith's doing for the most part. Uh, D.J. Moore, I didn't start him last week. That was stupid on my part. I should have been smarter on that, but whatever. Um, but he's been actually okay. 19, 13, and 30. I mean, again, I think we'd all be happy with that. So my receivers have, have been okay. They just haven't been as good as I expect them to be. They were they were the outside of my quarterbacks, obviously, were the the bright spot of my team and they just haven't quite done it yet. So until they start looking better, I don't think I can score enough points to keep up with the big dogs, but you know, my quarterbacks can carry me a long way, fortunately, because they are pretty damn good. Thankfully. Um, yeah. I mean, it's what I've got the, I think I've got the, the no, no, no. Yeah, I've got the, what the hell is this thing doing? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I've got the third and seventh quarterback right now. So that'll carry me a long way. Zach Wilson's going to go off this week against Denver. It's going to be awesome. Denver's so bad. Everyone's getting traded. Everyone's getting fired. It's going to be great. I'm team four. Team number three, I kept you at three, Jeremy. Um, however, that is a bit of a concern last week. Because we can see what your team can do when it booms. And, I mean, if A.J. Brown doesn't score 48, I mean, jeebus. Again, the Dolphins aren't going to shit a, uh, shit the bed like that every week. But, again, all it takes is one bad week towards the end of the year, and that's that's what it's going to be. The bigger concern I have is Trevor Lawrence. Um, he had the big year um, last year, which I sort of – thought he would do and then just my god this year not not what i think any of us have quite expect or at least me i mean he was just okay against indianapolis he was not very good against kansas city he was pretty mediocre against houston and pretty terrible in the london game even you know i guess 30 or 23 is fine but for 207 it's just jesus dink and dunk man um aj brown's looked good the last two weeks kittle Whatever, Waddle was obviously hurt two weeks ago and then not so good this last week. Uh, Kenny Walker has been really good for you. You've traded Pittman. He's no longer on your team. Tutu at, at while you started. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, there is some 
concerned because you're in the same predicament that some of these teams are. It's like, shit, spilled some coffee. Wasted a half a cup of coffee for God's sake. And I can smell it. It smells good. Damn, it stinks. It smells good, but it stinks all at the same time. It's the fucking worst. Anyways, you're in that same predicament some of these other teams. I was reaching to drink the coffee, and I fucking, fucking missed. Um, you guys can hear Sarah laughing in the background, taking it, taking a picture of Peter Spills. It's been a while. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, you're in that weird predicament. It's like, who do you start? Do I start Damon Pierce? Do I start Tutu Atwell? You start Pierce, he probably shits the bed now. goes off. Brees Hall, that's fucking annoying because that offense has not been very good since, mm, you know, and he actually just hasn't been good in general, really, if you really look at it. I mean, week one, he only played. What are you doing? <laughs> My God. Oh, damn, I need that paper, too. Shit. Oh, well, whatever. Now my hands stick like coffee. God bless it. Anyways, uh, Brees Hall has not played a lot. He has not looked very good for some reason. I don't know why. But again, it's one of those guys who you're going to keep him on the bench, and then he's going to start going off. McLaurin, you had on the bench. He had a big game. Garrett Wilson, you had on the bench. He had a big game. I can see why you don't start Hall and Wilson because of Zach Wilson. I imagine you're going to start them this week. Um, let me check what you got going on in your lineup. You got Hall. You have Wilson. Yeah, I think... I think those projections are low by sleeper because I do think Denver's defense is that bad. Um, but yeah, the problem with you though, like I said, is it we're starting to see a little bit of concern just in terms of who do you start and if you start the wrong guys, that's a big problem. And if your quarterbacks, especially Lawrence, I don't think Tua is going to keep doing that, but especially if Lawrence keeps looking like shit, it's going to be hard for you to keep up with the big dogs. Um, so I think this is a big game for Trevor against Buffalo. Clearly, it's still possible to, you know, have decent games against the Bills. I got a fucking cat meowing. I got coffee everywhere. I got cat meowing. What the fuck is going on today? Your team three, you don't move. Top of tier two. Bottom of tier one, don't move. Jared Serpa. Um, ironic. I mean, you're two and two, which is crazy. Um, you've had some bad luck with Burrow. Um, I mean, his only game that you could look at and be like, oh, he was decent was against Baltimore. Um, Chase. Uh, looked good against the Rams. Looked okay against Tennessee. I mean, God, they just they're, they Burrow's getting killed, man, and that is just the sight you don't want to see if you're the Bengals and Bengal fans and guys who own Chase and Mixon and Higgins. Although Mixon's been fine, but I mean, well, we've you know your Burrow stuff that sucks. Obviously, that's got to be annoying, but you, you know he's going to be fine. Once he's fine, these other two guys will be fine, but. It's no different than what we're seeing with Chase and then Higgins. Higgins obviously had some drops, and that's been his issue. But, I mean, it's just, fuck, man. Burrow's just getting killed, and it gives him no time to get the ball to those two guys, and they just have to keep running these little dink and dunks. Hill's been awesome. Obviously not a great game against Buffalo. I, Whatever. Not going to worry too much about a one bad game for him. Uh, Darren Waller was supposed to be the truth in the New York. I guess Cole did a good job there by getting Michael Thomas for him. I don't know. It's whatever. It's a nothing trade. Um, Romeo Dobbs has been pretty damn good, which has got to be nice for you, obviously, because I think everyone expected Christian Watson to sort of be the guy there, but it's been Dobbs, at least so far for the first four weeks. Um, a guy like Jacoby Myers is not a guy you probably want to start. Obviously, you have a ton of buys this week, and obviously the Barkley injury is questionable. I think I think he's going to play, although he didn't practice yesterday, huh? 
Now you practice today, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I think I talked about it in the preseason one. You're, you're, what the fuck is that? You're, um, your quarterbacks are really good. Um, your skills were lacking a little. Obviously, your top end skills are awesome. CMC, Hill, Barkley, really good. You do fall off a little there. Um, well, Chase too. I forgot about Chase. Excuse me. Um, but from there, you fall off. Dobbs has been a nice revelation. Myers has been m- mediocre at best. Sutton's been mediocre at best. Um, although I'd say Dobbs a little bit mediocre. Uh, Myers, I wouldn't even put him in the mediocre category, though. Keenan Allen, when he plays this year, all year so far, has been fucking awesome. So that's good. I just, ironically, your skills have outperformed what I thought they would, and your quarterbacks have underperformed. So if you can get your quarterbacks up to snuff, Tim's in for a run. Um, obviously, last week was sort of a fucking letdown. Um, yeah, I mean, you, Burrow looks, I mean, Jesus, and Mahomes was terrible too. That was a weird game. Yeah, just sort of a letdown last week. But yeah, you're, you're going to be fine. You're still team two for a reason right there. Team number one, no movement again. Top of tier one uh, is Tim. Team's good, dude. Josh Allen looks good. He's learned how not to get hit so much, it seems. Cousins had a bad game, and that didn't even matter. I mean, Cousins has a bad game. You scored almost 300. Cousins had 25 points, and Pollard had 11. But then Jacobs finally has a good game. Justin Jefferson does what he always does. Diggs has a good game. Kelsey was fine. Fucking so sick of this. Travis Kelsey and fucking Taylor. Oh, my God. Debo had 1.3 points. James Conner had a good game. Fucking rape me on that one. Yeah, dude. Team's good. Didn't even start Monty. 45 on the bench. Jeepus. Why do we all keep giving Tim these players for cheap? I get it. I mean, yeah. That's going to lead me right into it, I guess. Your team won, Tim. Trades. Um, I had this as a second trade. I'm going to talk about it first. Colt, what are you doing? I know you think I come at you a lot, but you just you keep doing these things. It's just like, what the fuck is going on here? If you wanted Jimmy G, why did you trade Madison in a first for Baker's first hand? Why don't you just go to Tim in the first place? I, you probably could have just done Madison for Jimmy G two weeks ago. I bet he takes that. You keep your first round pick. But instead, you do Madison in a first for Baker's in a second. And then you turn around and send Baker's in, I think, the same second. It's the only bad, bad thing about sleepers on the desktop is you can't tell whose picks are what. But I think you send the same second over for Jimmy G and a third. I just, I don't understand it. And and I, and I also, why? What is the reasoning? Uh, Baker's is, again, he's had two duds. One dud and a, a mediocre game against Minnesota. But he's looked pretty good otherwise. And he's actually looked really good otherwise in terms of, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to draft anybody. He looked good at the end of last year in, in St. Louis or L.A. I mean, Tampa Bay's 3-1. There's no way, even, even if they lose out and they're 3-14, I don't think the Bears, the Broncos, or Carolina have three wins. I just don't. I don't see it. So Baker's is probably going to be the quarterback there next year. Do you think Jimmy G is going to be in Vegas? Honestly, do you? Because that's the only reason I can understand it. 
I, I don't understand that trade at all. I understand it from Tim. Again, he's probably never going to play Baker very much, maybe in a spot start kind of thing. But at least he's got a better future than Jimmy. I mean, did you only do it because you needed a quarterback for this week? Take the loss. You're four and one. You think your team is good. Take the loss. You're not even guaranteed to win this week. In all honesty, you probably are going to lose anyway. Even with Jared's team not having the best run the last couple weeks. I, I, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. Unless, again, like I said, it was all because you needed a quarterback this week. But in reality, like I said, is, is Jimmy the long-term answer in, in, Oakland, in Vegas? No. Fuck no. He's never been the long-term answer anywhere. All of a sudden, it's going to be Vegas? No. Fuck no. I don't understand it. I really don't. And I know you think I pick on you. I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just looking for reasoning here. Because you don't have a lot of assets right now to move around to get better. I mean, you could move Bijan and Lamb I, I and Adams. You're not going to move Adams. He's a Raider. I mean, is that the only reason you picked up Jimmy, too, is because he's a Raider? And that's fine. We all are homers. We all have guys on our team that we're homers about. I'm homer about Judy and Javante, and they're just not doing it. Robbie's obviously got the Rams. Jeremy doesn't have any Bears because they're not very good. You know, we all have our homer. I mean, Jared traded a fucking second-round pick for Jake Moody, who's a kicker. What? So we all do it. And if that's it, that's fine. Just admit that. But I, I just I cannot see the 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 rhyme or reason, especially with I understand when, you know, we're talking about a guy like Anthony Richardson who's going to be there for a little while and he's putting up good fantasy numbers. But at some point, fantasy numbers don't matter if he doesn't start looking good in in the NFL aspect. Justin Fields, as we talked about. Baker's is not putting up the best fantasy numbers every week, but it's been better than Jimmy so far this year, for one. And two, he's putting he looks good. He's kind of got that that Baker Mayfield little bit of swagger back. So it's like, oh fuck, like if he's gonna keep doing this, like, yeah, he's gonna keep that job in Tampa. And then there maybe Mike Evans signs an extension there. You know? It's a, fuck. I don't I don't get it. I don't get that trade. So that's one of the trades. Um the other trades, there's two others. Joe got Mostert. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Michael Pittman, and a fourth-round pick for Alec Pierce and Gomer's 25 first. Mazig, everyone thinks that Jeremy won that deal. I don't. I actually think Joe wins that deal. He traded a first, basically, for Michael Pittman long-term. Um, in reality, I think Gomer's a playoff team next year. Uh, even before he made his Russell Wilson trade last night, I still think he's a playoff team. Um, you go look at Gomer's team, I, I think Marvin Mims, that's a player that the Broncos are excited about. They think they hit there. Um, Kendry Miller has not looked great so far, but whatever rookie running back, there's some time there. Jaleel McLaughlin could be a guy, you know, a, a typical Denver Bronco running back. Obviously it's changed since, you know, the Mike Shanahan days, but I'm gonna drink some of my coffee before I spill it again. But he looks like a Mike Shanahan type of running back who again, undrafted out of Youngstown state makes the 53, the starter gets hurt and he's going to be the guy that gets the carries this week. I bet. Um, so I think that could be a guy that, you know, maybe they end up holding on to and might have a chance to play more next year. Tajay Spears obviously is going to be second to Derrick Henry there. Um, but he still gets in the game. I mean, he's playing about 50% of the snaps this year. Not getting a ton of touches, but 
He was really good at Tulane. I know he's only got no ligaments in both knees, um, but he looks pretty good when he's out there. Roshan Johnson, um, not done quite what I expected him to do in Chicago yet. Um, same thing with Zach Evans, obviously. Jordan Addison is a hit. Trey Lance, probably not. How do you have him? You're going to have to get him out of the IR and Levis out of the IR. You have two first, three first next year. Um, mine, Jeremy's, and Joe's. I know what you're banking on and what you're hoping for, and it's possible still. I mean, you look at you look at Jeremy right now, even though he's ranked third in my rankings, he's eighth in the standings. That's pretty good for you. Um, all it takes is Joe to lose one game, and he'll go down to two and three, and if Zip and I both win, which theoretically is possible, I mean, best case scenario for you is Zip and I win this week, Joe loses to Mendo. All of a sudden, Joe is... Right there, Jeremy's eight, you have the seven, eight, and that's three and four in the draft. So, again, I see what you're doing there. I, I don't love, I you know, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't think it's the greatest trade. Um, Moving on to that now. But I think Joe wins that that Jeremy trade. I think Pittman, actually, I'm going to go back to it because I remember I got lost at where I was, but I remember now. The 25 first of Gomers, I think it's a playoff team. I do. I think he's going to sneak in next year. Um, so that tells me that that's at best the fifth pick for Jeremy next year. Um, and you get Mostert and Jeff Wilson this year. Again, you're probably not going to start Jeff Wilson. Although as I say that, where the hell is he? Oh, he's hurt. Um, I don't think you're ever going to probably start him unless Mostert goes down, but I mean, Mostert, even with, a chain, a cane, however you say his stupid fucking name. You're probably still gonna start most or you're gonna start Pittman. So you get two guys that help you this year, and then you get the pick next year. I I, I or you, you give up that pick next year for that. I, I just I think it's a win for you. I don't think Jeremy's gonna get anything better than Pittman in the draft next year. Again, anything can change. You know, guys can a guy like uh I don't know, I don't want to give you guys any names because you guys don't watch college football. Anyways, I think it was a good trade for Joe. I don't think it's a terrible trade for Jeremy. I just don't think it's as good as he thought it was. Um, and then moving on to the Gomer and Robbie trade. Gomer gets Russ. And uh, what else did I say? Is that a third-round pick in 24? Is that what it is? Is that what you got? Where the hell are you? can't believe I spilled my fucking coffee. <sighs> yeah, you got a third-rounder in 2026, that is. Okay, that's what my writing says. Good. Good, good, good. Um, for a first, two firsts next year and a second this year. Um, yeah, again, I understand the thought process of having another quarterback for next year. Um, I And I, I do agree that if Denver doesn't end up in a position to draft a guy like Caleb or Drake May or even maybe Shadour Sanders, please God, no. Um, I, I don't think... I don't think they take a, a quarterback at that spot then. Um, they have a lot, of, a lot of holes, a lot of places. And like I said, I think Sean Payton's in the, the thought process of, well, I'm going to make sure I'm going to burn this fucker to the ground and basically have full control and, or find a, a Mickey Loomis type of GM who will come in and, and share the exact same vision, which is basically AKA my vision. I think that's what he's looking for. So um, there, I don't think there's a guarantee Russ is in Denver next year. I think the odds are that he's there, but there's no guarantee. Um, I think they eat the dead money if they have to, and especially if they get a guy like Drake or Caleb. There's no doubt about it in my mind because I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. But then, obviously, if he gets cut 
or they do find a trade partner, then you find a team who, you know, uh, maybe is willing to take a risk on him for a year or so. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Um, similar to the Cole trade for the Jimmy G and Baker's thing, I, I think you could have, you know, explain it to me and it will make a little more sense. Yeah, beat of the week. Bad beat of the week. Robbie, start Russell Wilson next time. Like I told you to drop Devondre Campbell and pick up just about any other linebacker and you probably win. Even still, drop Campbell, pick up any other linebacker, you probably win. Even if you still don't, even if you're just still a point or two short, maybe start Zach Ertz and that uh, pa- or that Cardinal offense. Because again, I know it's crazy to say that offense looks pretty fucking good, even with Josh Dobbs at the helm. And I know they were playing the Niners, start him anyway, because the Packers offense hasn't looked great. I know Luke Musgrave is the nice, shiny, new rookie toy. Start Ertz in that situation. And you beat Cole. And then Cole can't quite talk as much shit for his shitty team winning somehow. Stat of the week, courtesy of league member Tom Mendonca. This is actually pretty wild. Did you know the previous NFL low for yards with 13 catches was 72? So prior to this week, the previous low for the 13, exactly 13 catches was 72 yards. Alvin Kamara got 13 catches for 33 yards. Pretty wild. Um, I was actually kind of blown away by that. Like I said, I didn't watch any of that fucking game, so I couldn't tell you what they did. I couldn't. I don't even know who the quarterback was. was it Carr? Let's find out. Let's find out if it was Derek Carr last week or not. Yep. Okay, he played eighty-six percent of the game. Wow. Would have thought that'd have been a Jameis line. That's tough. They should have started Jameis. It's like Pete being stubborn. John David Booty against Stanford to start Sanchez and you win that game. But instead you roll out David Booty with the with only four fingers and you fucking lose. Star Jameis probably could have been better than Derek Carr's shitty throwing salt shoulder. Caleb Brace. A team has been removed, which is crazy because I thought that, I mean, I think we all thought that they were the team to get him. Uh, it's going to be Arizona. Arizona's out. They are one and three. Houston is two and two. I don't think Houston's going to lose whatever, 13 in a row. Arizona's offense is good enough that they're going to win some games. As we saw, we saw them beat the Cowboys, right? The team that no one thought they could be. They could theoretically beat Cincinnati this week, which would be fucking wild. If they beat Cincinnati this week, that'd be crazy. It depends on Burrow. They say he's healthy, right? He says he feels the best he's felt all year. If they beat Cincinnati this week, that'd be crazy. Damn, that'd be crazy. Um, I don't think they beat the the Rams. They might beat. They might actually beat the Rams and or Seahawks once this year. Maybe split with both of those teams. Um, I think they can beat Houston. I think they can beat Atlanta, depending on who Atlanta starts a quarterback. And I think they can beat Chicago. So I think they're out. I don't think they have a chance with their own pick at least, right? And then you go look at Houston. We've talked about them a bunch today. We've talked about C.J. Stroud, right? That guy's looked really good. I think C.J. Stroud wins this week at Atlanta. That gets them to three wins. And then all he really, like we said, I don't think the Bears, Broncos, or the Raiders probably end up getting more than three wins this, this year. And Minnesota's right there, too. And the Jets are right there, too. And fucking hell, New England's even right there, too, with, with Mac Jones, a quarterback. I don't think any of those teams, maybe, man, New England's hard to put there just because of fucking Belichick. And the Giants, I don't think, get more than three wins. So 
if Stroud beats Atlanta and then beats Denver, which he probably will at home, there's four. I don't and without even having to look through the rest of the schedule. So I'm taking Arizona out, which is crazy because, like we said, at the beginning of the year, I think we all thought they were going to – and props to Jeremy. He said that that team wasn't going to be quite as bad as we all thought they were. I don't think he – he also said that before they got Josh Dobbs. I think with Clayton Toon, they were going to be pretty fucking bad. Josh Dobbs looked really good, which, again, fucking crazy to say. When was the last time we ever said Josh Dobbs looked good? He wasn't even that good at Tennessee. And I mean the volunteers. And he really wasn't that good in Tennessee, the Titans. What if they like keep Josh Dobbs? That'd be fucking crazy. And then Kyler's out in the street in his little fucking bra. So Arizona's out. Everyone else remains. Denver's still in it. Chicago's still in it. The Raiders are still in it. The Giants are still in it. The Jets are still in it. Tennessee is still in it. And I think I talked about this team last week because of Joe, but I'm going to put them in it even though I still don't think they're probably going to be, but for right now, we'll we'll throw them in the hunt, is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I, I doubt they'll be quite as bad as some of those other teams that I listed. I do think the Giants are sneaky, going to really be in it at the end of it, because that roster is bad, and they are starting to fall apart. And I think Dayball is not going to get fired. Brian Dayball and Caleb Williams would be a nice little tandem, because he could do some things with that kid. That'd be a nice little spot. Although they don't have any fucking talent on the outside. But they would because they'd be so bad they'd have high draft picks. And teams, play, I think players would want to go play for it with a guy like him. But anyway, whatever. Although the fucking Chiefs don't have a lot of talent. Whatever. Um, I don't think Minnesota's going to lose enough games, Joe, for you to, to dust off your old Minnesota Viking jerseys. Um, but there's going to be some games that are going to be coming down to the wire kind of thing, right? Kansas City, they're going to lose. Um, the Bears game's going to be close. That's at Chicago. And... The Bears could theoretically, you know, that, another Caleb type of bowl. We'll see what happens tonight with the Bears, but that could be a, another kind of. There's going to be a few Calebs here, which is going to be kind of fun, at least for the shitty teams. <laughs> Cole, Mendo, me, Jeremy, technically Joe. I don't know who your favorite team is right now, but we're just going to assume it's still the Vikings. Um, Gomer, your team's fucked for eternity. Uh, Tim, you're fine. Jared, you're fine. Zip, you're fine. Am I missing anybody? Who am I missing? Robbie. I think you're stuck with Stafford. Sorry, buddy. But he's looked good. That's not been the problem. Um, but yeah, the Vikings. Back to the Vikings. Um, they're going to have a couple Caleb Bulls themselves. I think one could be against Chicago because they're going to lose against Kansas City this week. Um, and looking here, they won't beat San Francisco. They could theoretically beat Green Bay once. I think they'll probably beat Atlanta. New Orleans will be close. They'll beat Denver. They play Chicago again. It's gonna be a few good games. So I mean, they're gonna be in it. I just I think they're gonna have in that they're gonna get into that four or five win range, and that's gonna get you out of the the top pick range. But they could still be in the Drake Mabel theoretically too, who will be the second quarterback taken. And some scouts even say they like him better than Caleb. I don't know if that's just a scout trying to be different to try and uh, get out ahead of it if he ends up being better than Caleb, which he could because he could end up in a way better spot. Although Caleb's gonna use his full John Elway slash. Eli Manning power and forces way to wherever the hell he wants, I think, at least in terms of the near the top. What the fuck? I don't get it. Anyway. All right. We're going to do it on the fly. We're going to pick some games here. I'll start with an easy one for myself just because I haven't done any real research. Robbie over Gomer. Uh, I think that's really the only easy one. Okay. Tim, you're going to probably beat me. Mm. 
you are going to definitely beat me. You don't have any buys. That sucks. I'm going to go ahead and give you the win. So that means I'll probably win. Uh, Tim's going to beat me. What else we got? Jesus. What do we got here? Mendo and Joe. Joe's got a couple decent matchups here. Got a couple bad matchups too. Mendo has some pretty good matchups. Some really good matchups, except for Dax. You're going to start Dax, huh? You're going to start him over Stroud this week. I mean, Stroud's Atlanta's defense is good too, but Dax on prime time versus the Niners. I'm going to give it to Mendo. I'd start Stroud. He'll probably start Stroud now and they'll fucking lose because of it. I'd start Stroud, though. He's looked better. Dak sucks. He's a fucking jerk off. All right. Jeremy and Zip. This is a big game. Bigger game for Jeremy than it is Zip. Purdy and Fields. That's a bad combo for Zip. Uh, you can't. You got to get Zach Moss out of there. But what do you do? You start Warren and Moss's spot. And then who do you start in the third flex? Ugh, Zip. Fuck, you got to start like Evan Ingram in the third flex. And start Evan Ingram in the third flex. Or maybe... Oof, I think I'd start Evan Ingram in the third flex. That sucks. Uh, Jeremy, what do your matchups look like? Uh, Bears, Rams. Rams are good. Uh, okay, Broncos. I mean, yeah, you got two. Yeah, okay, Jer I'm going to give Jeremy the win there. A few bit better, a few bit better matchups. A few bit better. Um, Cole and Jared. Now, this matchup's a little closer than I think we all expected to see on paper. Um... Still think you're going to lose, Cole, like we talked about. Uh, but to officially say, I think I'm going to go with uh, Jared. Yeah, I'm going to go Jared. Cole fucking wins this week somehow. Holy shit. You must be praying to the many-faced God. I can't believe I fucking spilled. I got to clean this shit up now. All right. 10, Gomer, bottom of Tier 4, and Rob, ni Robbie, 9, top of Tier 4. Top, middle, and bottom of Tier 3, dropping one spot is Cole. Going up a spot, bottom of Tier 2, team number 7 is Joe. Dropping a spot to number 6 is Zip. Going up a spot is team number 5, Mendo. Team number 4, not moving myself. Team number 3, Jeremy, top of Tier 2. Bottom of Tier 1, not moving. Team number 2 is Jared. And the top of team one, Tier 1, excuse me, is team number 1, Tim. All right, boys. I think that's all I got. Damn, that was an hour fucking long. Hour and seven minutes for that matter. Um, all right. I'm going to get some uh, outro into this right about now. Uh, and we will go from there. Nope, we're going to get the outro here in a few more seconds because I kept talking. Um, Cole, I'd love to hear your explanation, honestly, on the, on the Jimmy G uh, Baker's deal. And then subsequently, obviously, I, why don't you just go for Baker's and, or, uh, yeah, excuse me, Baker's in the first place. Or, Jimmy G in the first place. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I just don't understand. And I'm pretty sure Tim probably would have taken Alexander Madison for Jimmy G straight up. So I think you caught, you caught yourself first round pick. Could be wrong. Never know. But I'd love to hear your, your reasoning behind it. Because I said the same thing to Gomer. Texted him last night asking him what the fuck was going on with the rush trade. And he explained it without thinking I was immediately lashing out at him. I was just trying to get explanations. I like to know the way people think. So I can dissect you in the Thimrid. You're going to be the worst team ever to make the playoffs. It's crazy. All right. That's Thimrid. Now the music's in. Later. <laughs>